Jesse, a.k.a. The Bizzle. Yo, The Bizzle, thank you. <laughs> the Bizzle? Thank you, The Bizzle. Yeah. The Bizzle. Now. All right, ladies and gentlemen of The Bizzle cast, welcome back to the season two Daredevil commentaries provided to you by The Bizzle. Papa, Bizzle, here again, Papa B. Right off the bat, hey. we get some act- motorcycle action. Yeah, this this is a great in- introductory su- sequence. I'm sure you agree with me when I say what this reminds me of is sort of the the antimatter version of Creed One, with the, the with the the, the, the you know the, uh, the, oh, the bikes the, with, the, with the Philly kids doing the bike stuff. Right, and they come in from the sides yep. and they build the group builds. Yep, it's yep. the sa- it's the same thing. It's just the yep. inverse. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I've also watched the opening Baby Driver scene twice on the last three days. It's so freaking good. Oh man, it's amazing. Speaking of Burnthal and psychotic, right. so um, <laughs> all right, guys. So here it is. Officially, all shows that have aired on Netflix about the Defenders and the characters are fully spoiler it, warning is on, including the recent Daredevil season, including the recent Iron Fist two season, which won't come up as much. But Daredevil Dad will, Punisher will. So there, you've been warned, guys. See everything and come back if you have to. I never get tired of this New York City noir thing that they do uh, throughout. Who does it better? Who does it Daredevil better? Daredevil and, uh, and, and Jessica Jones. I, mean, I just love the New York City noir. I never get tired of it. I mean, that's why we weren't worried about the low budgetness of this whole series because it's, it's a lot of street level stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when yeah. you need the Luke Cage punch or the Iron Fist, it looks great. But, you know, it's mostly this kind of stuff, right? Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's just great. A woman. Yeah. You know, oh, here we go, baby. Oh. Here we go. Fights on. Boom. Devil of Hell's Kitchen. Fuck yeah. Am, am I wrong that the, the fight scenes in the second... The fight scenes in the second season are, are even better than in the first season. They get better every season. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's what they I get thought. better every season. Um, if anything, the season three is the most impressive because he's not wearing the suit. And so he has to do more of his own stunts. And so that 11 minute fight scene in the beginning of season three is a lot of Charlie Cox, which is insane to think about. So Lodi Young guys, she, we mentioned she's French Cambodian. She was trained in martial arts from a young age, which it fits perfectly with her character data being the black sky being trained from a young age. Oh, uh, that's right. And uh, the fight scenes with the two of them are, are great. I, I love her with the turtleneck pulled up. Mm hmm. And she's great. She moves great. She moves like the real deal, which you just established she is the real deal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, th- they these actors like to do these days as much of the fighting as possible. Yeah. It's usually the big falls and just getting socked. You know what I mean? Where to bring in the, the stunt doubles. So, w- okay. How did we get here from the previous episode? What, what, what's going on, Dad? I'm kind of confused. Well, this is... um. 
you know, she uh, she's trifling with Roxanne. <laughs> <laughs> let's see right. well we get the yeah. amazing I'm, intro you can you right. can fill me in about uh, oh yeah. she's like already kind of blackmailing him into helping her right is that what's going right. on right right he keeps saying he's not gonna and you'll see it all throughout this episode yeah he's, he's you know he's gonna tr- he tries to send her away wants nothing to do with anymore but he keeps coming back because yep. he can't let her uh, do it on on her on her own so well right there, there is that there's the guilt there's, there's his twisted love for her but there's also as i, I mentioned i'm gonna keep mentioning the season is him trying to prevent the punisher and Electra from killing people even though most of those people are bad guys for practical yeah. reasons right so there are some practical reasons why he's doing this yeah but then as Let's, the pressure builds as we will see it's harder to tell what's practical what's personal Let's give her a little bit of credit that she's still sticking to the deal with him that so far she hasn't killed anybody. She had plenty of opportunity in that scene. She could have killed five five people. Yep. She hasn't killed anybody. That's part of the deal. Yep. And spoiler so, alert, Matt making her promise at the end of the series not to kill gets her killed, but we'll get there. Yeah. yeah. And here she goes chowing down. <laughs> After fighting in sex, she's got the same response. You know, I mentioned this in Defenders, Dad. I mean, she likes to fuck and she likes to fight. Her whole life's about fucking and fighting. Yeah, yeah. And one. (laughs) And he's pissed. He he didn't know what she was sucking him into. He claims. Yep. He's lying. Right. So remember, even though we put the spoiler warner on, spoiler w- warning on, we don't know Stick is in the picture yet in this season if you're watching it for the first time. <laughs> she's, she's such a brat. She's so passive-aggressive and it's hysterical. Other, other than she was adopted by rich parents, as we see as a little girl, to kind of semi-protect her, we don't really find out the specifics of her richness, right? Just that she's no. adopted by rich parents. No, it's just that you can tell she's <laughs> incredibly worldly and... Uh, she moves around in those highfalutin, um, uh, you know, like the, the gala ball that they're going to go to and all that. Like she, she's lived her whole life doing this stuff with the, with the elite. Do you see the line she had before about it? he's like looking extra good, like extra buff. He's been working out or whatever. Yeah, she's so I know. Out. Yeah. Is that where, where she, she says, um, when he says he wears a mask and nobody can recognize her, she says, I, I, I'd recognize that butt anywhere or her, that ass <laughs> yeah. anywhere. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's, she, she knows she, she pushes all his buttons. And let's be clear. While, he does not, while she does not have the crazy sightless vision that he and Stick has, she has the ninja stuff where she can control her heart rate and she can smell and sense. She's got the sixth sense as well, right? So she can... Right. Like that's how she snuck up on him when she, when she first appears two episodes ago, right? Yeah, yeah. Like he never gets surprised. Here, here, here he says, "Not anymore." So this is like the the eighth time uh, he's not going to do it anymore, and there's eight more times where he says he's not going to do it anymore. But yep. he's helpless. He's helpless. He can't. Right. The more yeah. the more seriously Matt Murdock talks towards someone, the less conviction he has. <laughs> All right. Stay yeah. out of my city. Oh. Now, there he just had a fantasy that he's going to put her on a first-class uh, flight and get her out of the country. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's like he's mm-hmm. – he, he knows he's helpless. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because has a bigger plan. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. So she's lying about even the Yakuza being her target. Right, right. Right. She's, she's, she's referring to the hand. I think we, it's fair to say at this point. Which we learn about. She, she doesn't Fist. know yet, though. She doesn't know yet here that she's Black Sky, does she? 
Well, it's unclear whether she's ever the black sky, even after she dies and comes back. But no, I think she, I think she is the black sky. Um, Ma- Madam, Madam Gao makes that clear. I mean, I'm, uh, my biggest criticism of the defenders is not Sigourney, is not the way she's a zombie for part of it, but they never really explain why Electra, in particular, they think is the black sky, other than Sigourney Weaver's particular obsession with her. Mm-hmm. Fast and hard. <laughs> <laughs> Sex. So, l- l- let's be clear. There's beautiful women and there's sexy women, and she is both. She's if she both. was just beautiful, but cold and emotionless and so forth he would not be interested it's her sexy personality in addition to her good looks that i think it's fair to say that he yeah. really has trouble resisting yeah she she's she's emitting pheromones all over the place but you know like sometimes you meet women that are good looking but then when you see them move and talk you're like wow they're really sexy you know like yeah. she's got that going plus the looks i'm, I'm curious no sex. No sex. <laughs> you have a pair exactly. Yeah. She's the one threatening no sex. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Wait, wait, wait. What do you see? What her comeback is here? No, no pun intended. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, here, here. Yeah, it's true. Right. It's true. So far, every, every man she ever met has wanted to sleep with her. So. There's nothing more dangerous to themselves than a gorgeous, sexy woman. Uh-huh. Who who recognizes it? Because some, some don't, really. Right, but don't fully recognize the consequences. She recognizes the power, but not the long-term negative consequences it's having on her life, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> she said if she, he doesn't give her the pie back, it's a deal breaker. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think it's fair to say that she is... Even though she has some old school femme fatale qualities, she's not like an anti Me Too character, right? I mean, she's so complicated and smart that it still works in tw- in 2018. Oh yeah, not to mention she has uh, 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 agency through the roof. Oh, here we go. Right, yeah, Karen's yeah. already trying to move stuff around. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, right. No, actually, what this is, is is Reyes has crafted a uh, uh, an inaccurate um, a statement that this guy believes is the truth. But Karen is recognizing as she reads through it that it's been doctored. Mm-hmm. And this this public defender guy, this is his second case, and he's a doofus. So, to what extent does Stockholm syndrome play into Karen's relationship with Frank at all? Maybe more so after we see season three and where Karen's coming from. Well, I, I would say none, and you'll see why in this episode. It, mm-hmm. it, it gets laid out in the second half of this episode where there's a lot of uh, minutes in, in the hospital room between her and him, and you, you can see that there's no Stockholm Syndrome at all, mm-hmm. right. in my opinion. So this is this is Reyes's mm-hmm. plan that she's cooked up. That B- by the way, the New York City doesn't have a death penalty. I bring up. I think you might have heard it in the early Daredevil, where I talk about. Yes. In New York City, you have a realistic chance as a vigilante that justice will be served and the person won't be executed. But if Daredevil was in Texas, then things are much different because right. a fifteen-year-old can get the death penalty in Texas, and so that makes the equation harder. This guy's such an asshole. I keep loving it. 
I think having Foggy be ultimately the stability and emotional heart rather than the woman, which is normally how it's done on the CW and so forth, is a great yeah. touch in the three seasons. Yes, it is. It's an excellent touch. And he needs her. Fa- he needs his foundation, who's uh, Marcy, just like Iron Fist needs his foundation, who's Colleen. I mean, everyone mm. needs someone, and Matt has nobody, and Karen has nobody, and that's why they're constantly going off, the, you know, because <laughs> the they, they don't end. have a foundation. Yeah. Luke has Rosario Dawson, has Claire Temple, you know, and Misty, like. Here, here you can see Matt is, is really getting on the same page as Karen about the Punisher and uh, why he deserves their help and support to some degree. And, 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 and Foggy is just beside himself. He thinks he's nothing but a psycho murderer and doesn't see their, their point of view. So uh, the hands of lesser writing and lesser performances selling Karen from going to being very suspicious of vigilantes to defending Frank Castle would be eye rolling or just unconvincing. But the way they write it and based on her experiences and the fact that her and Matt are agreeing on this for different reasons really makes it work and make it compelling. If that makes sense. Yeah. They, they, you know, they uh, helicopter her in into his house and she had that whole very long protracted scene in his house and she saw what his life was was about, and she made the immediate emotional connection with him that he he wasn't some sort of, of an animal like like right. Foggy thinks he is. Mm-hmm. In his own kind of way, he's doing something noble. Says the man who doesn't kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Foggy's right. It's a great line. It's a great line. Yep, yep. It shows how how morally complex this whole thing is. Yeah. So, you know, the reason, one of the reasons Foggy works more for me on repeat watchings is because he's mostly right in these arguments. And actually, the time he's most wrong, Dad, I think, is at the end of season three, where he thinks they're going to get the grand jury testimony without Kingpin interfering, and it completely blows up in their face, oh, gets right. the FBI killed, and that's when Matt says, I'm going to do this my way. I, I let yes. you do your way. You know, that's really the only time Foggy's way off. Um, yes. But in, in that was a character-building moment for Matt in, in giving his best friend finally a chance to do it his way and in, in that case it just didn't work out yeah well matt just twisted his arm and uh you know he knows he's he foggy's cooked and he's got to pursue this punisher thing with with his crew all right mm, here, here they are Off by the way the wizard Part of the reason Karen has to push her hair back constantly is because they have to give these women these long, you know, three-hour hairdos, you know, and they're just, like, all over their face. Like, why? Her hair shouldn't look this good. There's no reason for it. The CW is even way more over the top than this, so I'm fine with it. Yeah. There we go. I mean, you know my whole retroactive retrospection thing with Karen. It's working at a whole new level after seeing season three now. Sure, sure, right. It's right. To watch season two after season three is a whole different experience. <laughs> yeah, he, they're b- busting his chops. <laughs> it's not a clip on time. Oh, and yeah. Matt's very pleased that he he got him promoted. You know, it was Matt that got him promoted yeah. to be a detective sergeant, uh-huh. or sergeant detective. That's a great moment when he tells him to take the cuffs and to is it to, to call our Frank and let Daredevil go. Yep. Yep. Great moment. From Mr. Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> not the freshest fish right so you know they they nailed the kingpin case in season one dad right that's the only reason yeah. these youngins have any credibility amongst right. everybody including the da who's constantly threatening them constantly and she goes berserk in in this scene completely I, berserk and, I, and, and matt I, uh, I almost wish i had you on in that early uh, episode from this season where foggy starts calling uh, 
everyone over her head on the national level. Yes. You know, yep. she's calling yeah, the Department great. of Justice and everything because she's yeah, the, just a city DOJ. person. And yeah. he first himself as Franklin Nelson. Oh, man, it kills me. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Right. Yeah. This, 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 this guy, the cop is, is great. I mean, he's got Excellent. such a huge heart and really cares about these guys and, the cop and FBI characters throughout the Defender series are, are really, really, really good. From this guy to Misty to the the, the right. Indian woman and Jewish guy, Sam Stein, in the Punisher yes. series. Like, they're all good. Yeah. They're also all black or Jewish. I don't know what that says. I guess it's New York. It's New York. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he doesn't even believe it, though. He, he no, likes no. the balls of these guys. Look, Aww. Look, look. Mm. they're destined to be best friends karen just doesn't realize it yet right mm-hmm. she's sure they're destined to be lovers she just can't trust anybody based on her past it feels like she can't yeah they're so scared to be in this room for the in the, in the opening minute and this is he immediately tells them to go fuck off right i believe um mm, the tape I, Get that close Ladies up. Ladies and wow. gentlemen, one of the most underrated actors in Hollywood, John Bernthal. Amen. If this man doesn't win or get nominated for an Oscar at some point in his life, it'll be a travesty. It will be. It protects your pegs. That's right. He's referring to Grotto there. Mm-hmm. But they did put Fisk behind bars. Ish. That's not really clear, Ish. actually. Right. <laughs> they never want money. It's, it's great. Yeah. Look at the love comic books. Mm-hmm. At this point, they just feel like, like you can save his life by uh, preventing his being extradited to Delaware. Yep. Where, where they can. They by can the cook way, him. this scene is mirrored almost exactly in a, in a more humorous way in the Defenders. In that great scene where Matt Murdock walks in and says, "Jessica Jones, stop talking. I'm Matt Murdock. I'm your lawyer." And then the very next scene, she tells him to fuck off and and runs away. And he just has this look like, "I did not expect that coming. I thought she was going to accept my help." <laughs> yeah, Karen's got to be the one. It, it never gets weird with Karen and him. That's so that's right. hard to pull off. That's right. It's it's amazing the arc of this relationship, which you really see a lot of now going going forward in this yep. episode. Yep. It's an amazing uh, uh, relationship arc. Speaking of which, Dad, we haven't talked about the a moment where semi-drunk Mrs. Lieberman, the Punisher series, kisses him and Lieberman sees it and you totally buy the Punisher doesn't want it. And it's not totally. interested in that right. way. Right. And right. He, him and he needs to let Lieberman be self-pitying piece of shit for a while. And then it's just, God. Now we, we learn in uh, f- several minutes that he never went back to his home mm-hmm. after the, after the, the murders, by the way, this Karen boldness here, like shooting from the hip, we like, is just building towards this in season three more. She is great. I love this actress who plays the DA. She's yeah. so fabulous. Because you just completely despise her. You know she's behind some of this shit. And yet, spoiler alert, when she gets capped, you feel really bad about it. Or somewhat bad. Somewhat bad. Because of her family. Her, just her fear for her family. You think she, she looks like your cousin Rebecca? Yeah. I always thought Becca, I think Becca looks like Claire Danes, actually. I told Becca that once. She was very flattered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
he completely trumps her here. Pardon the expression. Yep. So that just a little, right? A little history. So it was Daredevil season two, but then it was Iron Fist one after this before the Defenders, and I think the big mistake was not putting this directly into the Defenders because oh. because of it was so much higher quality, and actually the hand mythology is set up better in this than in Iron Fist. Mm. I, I, but we'll get back to that later. <laughs> she, she, she keeps, oh, she's talking keeps, about conflict of interest. Give me a break. Yeah, he keep, keeps trumping her with the law. So here's the question, just, Dad. What is the relationship between this woman, the p- corrupt police, but then the p- homeland security corruption in the Punisher? That's the part I'm not totally clear on. I guess everyone's yeah. in on it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Karen loves his brains. Yeah, look at her. Mm-hmm. I love Foggy. I love Foggy Bear. I love him. Yeah, he's not at all intimidated by her. Oh God, the Marcy yeah, she, with Fog- she, No, go ahead. Look, like, look, look mm-hmm. at Karen's look. Yeah, the Reyes is not even supposed to be here. She she broke the law by by communicating with the uh, mm-hmm. with the defendant. There we go. There we go. Yep. They made the sale. There we go. <laughs> now look at Foggy. Foggy's ready to throw up. Yeah, especially because he wants it the least, and then he gets a left with having to do all the heavy lifting, which he's not aware of yet. Yeah, but he just he just sees it as a, as a death knoll for their firm. Although Matt does him a favor accidentally and getting him to step up, but I'm sure Foggy doesn't see it at the time. We'll get there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, a lot of dialogue, Dad. Let's let's sort through this. It's happening. It's like delivering a baby. <laughs> the water's broken. It's <laughs> happening. Uh, look at this guy. This is so funny. <laughs> Car service. Oh, he's got to explain the lecture to them at some point. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. no. Uh. <laughs> His employer. The new client. Yeah. The one that paid us all the money. So, what? 10 years ago, he was in school in New York with, with Foggy, and that's when the lecture happened? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. So... <sighs> The question you don't have to answer now, Dad, that I've been answering, asking a lot is, Matt obviously has to trust Foggy with his identity, and, st- and mm-hmm. Foggy's asking him questions. But could Matt have, could Matt have avoided some personal issues by just letting Foggy in emotionally, even if he doesn't tell him everything? He constantly thinks like he's trying to protect Foggy's, you know, delicate well, mind or point. whatever. That's yeah. the point. I mean, he feels that the only way to protect Foggy is yeah. to withhold. And uh, right. it drives it drives Foggy crazy. Well, and you're, you're the psychologist, but as someone who you know has had issues in my life, it, it's really hard to let people in. But once you let in friends and family, it makes all the difference. And sure. so I actually look at Matt as like he's not mentally ill, but he has some signs of, of it. Based on you know, I mean, he the, the more he needs people, the more he shuts them out. Right? Is that? Yeah. Well, his common. problem is he's. He, he has a, a, a grandiosity problem where he thinks he's, he's basically uh, here to save the world and mm-hmm. he knows better than anybody else. And yep. now, now Foggy's in shock because he just mm-hmm. saw them kiss mm-hmm. and he says, is this, is this happening? Is yep. this really happening? Mm-hmm. And Matt's still trying to convince himself, but watch what happens when he steps on the elevator. But look at the, his gr- smile. You can tell is forced. Uh, Charlie Cox's Absolutely. acting is so subtle. The more you watch it. Watch the shot when he gets on on the elevator and as the door is closing. It's it 
it's like a, 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 a picture's worth a thousand words. I mean, he's so forcing it. He's so forcing it. That just as a dad, I know you love Electra, and you're not always crazy about Karen. Yeah, she's watch. Look, watch watch his face. Wait, look, look, they have forced smile, Mm -hmm. and and serious. He does that thing with his jaw where he kind of swallows. That's a great move. Look, 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 look at him. He, He knows that he's like. He's screwing her over, and Electra's got him wrapped around if her If he little picks finger. the right roles, I think we're looking at maybe slightly below Christian Bale potential for Charlie Cox going forward, I think. I'm not sure yet about that. So, Dad, as a dad, I have to ask. I have to ask. Yeah. I know you love Electra, and you've had some problems with Karen in the show. Now you like her more like I do. But you would not want me to bring a girl like Electra home, and you'd be thrilled for me to bring home a girl like Karen, right? I mean, just let's Correct. be honest. Correct. Yeah. Correct. I mean, she, she's way too too dangerous. Obviously, she's she's so borderline. Yeah, and even with Karen's psychotic past, which we don't learn about till next season, she's still total dateable material with the yeah, right guy. She didn't have a psychotic past. She didn't really have a psychotic. I'm past. sorry, a past dealing with psychotic, you know, or just mean correct people. Correct. Right. Right. So yeah, she she's she's basically a helper. Mm-hmm. Which is the best kind of personality. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's his Marcy, or is Marcy the, uh, Foggy's Electra? But the, they're the reverse in the sense of these beautiful women make the men look even sexier based on how beautiful they are. <laughs> uh, he, he continually try, tries to take control of this relationship, yeah. and it never happens. There is no plan. She's just going to busk it. Mm-hmm. Although, to be fair, in the first season when we meet Marcy and she sold her soul and she's just flirting with Foggy for fun, she does have yeah. some similar things going on, but she ultimately comes to the good guy's side, obviously. Back to the hospital room. Now they, they know they're on the case, literally on the case. He's looking 19. at the indictments and he's horrified. I mean, it's a miracle there's only 38 dead people that they know about. It seems impossibly yeah. low. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, an interesting debate that we have no knowledge of is who's killed more people, Electra or Punisher? I think Electra, but I'm not positive. That's probably true. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the whole vi- vigilante debate gets so difficult when, when, you, when you look at that Irish mobster scene or series of scenes. And how awful those guys are. I mean, I will say it again. You can talk about Jessica Jones season one being about rape, about gender issues, about all sorts of stuff. But ultimately, it's about she tries the entire season to not kill the worst person on the planet and then is forced to kill him because there's no other way. Right, right. And so Daredevil has to deal with it, right? Because Jessica Jones is the person who least wants to kill of the main four defenders and she's forced to do it with Kilgrave. Yeah. I mean... Frank wouldn't hesitate to kill Kilgrave. That's an easy shot for him. Easy. Easy, easy, easy peasy. Like with the kitty porn guy earlier in the season that we, I guess he murders or beats up or whatever at the, the gun yeah. shop. He's not going to talk to Foggy. Mm-hmm. Foggy thinks he's got control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's got no control. Mm-hmm. She's going to talk to him. He can't control either of his two friends. He's at their mercy. 
is this just a gut thing from Frank or that the balls of her breaking in the house and, and connecting on the pictures and, and all that stuff? Both. No, it's, it's mostly the latter. I mean, she, she, he really, he's really breeding her and, and knows that she is in some way or another an ally. He's beginning to dawn on, on him. Hmm. Plus he just wants to, um, uh, he wants to pick her brain about what she saw in the house. Mm-hmm. Like now she's t- completely not afraid of him. He's, he, she's giving him evidence that he's never been exposed to before that the whole crime scene was doctored, that they were killed in a car by one male suspect. There's no carousel thing or mob, you know, mob crossfire thing. There it is. See, he never knew this before. I'm not watching. He says that's horse shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bet. So sometime between now and the end of the trial, he decides to say fuck it to this whole process and just go to jail. Yeah. There's no firefight. It was a massacre. So what's going on here is they're beginning to really connect at a gut level. It's a very slow pace. When they're in this hospital room alone, and there's a there's a few scenes, I think they come come back and forth and back and forth. The fact that she's connect- like ten to twenty years younger, but is like the maternal one, is such a cool dynamic. He's oh, looking at her. Ten- he's looking at hmm? her like a total friend or someone who could be a friend. Like he's got puppy dog eyes, but not not romantic. It's it's brilliant. She, she is, is, she's almost acting like a therapist for him. Yep. She, she's opening him up. His memories are coming back. You'll see she, he thanks her for that ultimately, that mm-hmm. he's helping, she's helping him remember. Mm-hmm. She's certainly doing a better job than Anna Kendrick in 50-50 with her second case being Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Cancer yeah. patient. So horrible therapist. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. There, I found that later. Uh-huh. Look, look how he's talking to her. Like like a patient, like like you know, it's like a psychotherapy patient. Look at all oh, that pain. Oh man, just shoot right up on his face. I said I heard it. All right. Uh huh. He heard what? My job is spoken like a marine. My job is to keep them safe. All right. So, spoiler alert, he was involved with dirty black ops torture and murder in the Middle East. (laughs) Yeah. And he's tormented for being a bad dad by his own admission as well. Well, but she, she, uh, she counters that. She says she could tell by walking through the house that they loved him a lot. That could be so creepy and, and evil that you stay thing. But then he says, please. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he wants more of this therapy. So I think he eventually wants out of the trial, if I'm not wrong, because they start going for the insanity plea, and he says that's Correct. bullshit, right? Yeah. Correct. Yep. All right. Now that the rock's on ball, and they got to go get this oh, super-duper uh, top-secret ledger that she knows is there, mm-hmm. but she doesn't know what's in it. She's so nebulously multi-ethnic. It's great. She literally could be from anywhere. Yeah. Look at her, throws her coat. I mean, she's been in these kind of high society situations hundreds of times. She couldn't be more comfortable. 
one of my favorite scenes, which is a little bit later in the season, is when she's trying to escape Stick and the guy starts hitting on her at the airport and she notices immediately that it's suspicious and right. Stick's sending everyone after her. She does try and get out of this life numerous times and fails, sometimes for her own failures, right? And sometimes outside factors. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I told you my Marvel boys, Tim and, and Paul, loved Elektra. So I do know some nerds don't like her. I'm still trying to figure out why. I, I have no idea. There, there's, I mean, she's a s- spectacular character with played by a spectacular actress. I, I mean, th- I think old school male comic book f- nerds don't like women that pull around their superheroes for an extended periods by their cocks. Well, tough. No, no, no pun intended by their cocks. Get it? <laughs> Charlie. And by the way, by the way, in this series and the defenders stick is constantly telling Matt to stop thinking with his penis. And on that point, stick is a thousand percent, right? Yeah. Yeah. Here's, here's their mark. I did want to bring in Stick, though, Dad, to talk about, because there is sort of a dark mirror plus father-daughter thing with Stick and Elektra. Mm. Yeah, there so definitely is. Mm-hmm. And this is how yellow everything is again? I mean, yeah. they basically shoot like the Matrix, but except instead of the, the green, they do yellow. But it's the same thing. Uh, Isaac Gibson at the bar. Uh-oh. There's, there's, there's a ton of security around. So Roxon is that is that one of the front companies for the the hand? Yeah, okay. it is. Yeah. So yeah. So spoiler alert: the big reveal in Iron Fist is that as lovely as Jessica Henwick as Colleen Wing is, she's been uh, taken by the hand and fell for their propaganda for a long period of time. She has to turn back to the good guys in Iron Fist Season 1. They go to China with Rosario Dawson, and they build up stuff. But you really can go straight from this into the Defenders in terms of the, the threat of the ninjas and, and the whole right. thing, and just the emotional stakes between him and Elektra. And they right. do spend a lot of time in Defenders building the relationship between Iron Fist and Colleen, and so you don't really need to see Season 1 whatsoever to understand uh, that relationship. And that, again, why this should have led right into Defenders. Who cares? Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, look at her. <laughs> She's so proud of her boy. For being so resourceful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. He's so pissed, but he's trying to be well mannered because it was a blind mm. guy that uh, that nailed him. Okay, here's more of this great relationship arc. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. the explanation that I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. This is so important for him now to tell her about right. it because he was really caring about her now. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. There's nothing he can say though to make this because you a bullet can bounce so easily. This is well. He sense. he makes a strong argument. He said, uh, you know, I was like a. Uh, well, you'll see how, how he how he uh, how he argues the point. Mm-hmm. That that Irish mobster, the scariest guy I've ever seen. This is the story he told Matt on the roof, by the way. Yes, right. He tries to get Matt to kill Grotto. Yeah. Right. It's hard for him even to look at her when he says it. So my big hypothetical was... Look, look. Watch. Scout sniper. Ah, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. One one bullet, one kill. Mm Mm-hmm. 
uh, one shot, one kill. Mm-hmm. Look at them. I mean, they're not rushing this. This is great. I will say, at the time, this felt like, what can we do with Karen? Let's have her be bounce off Frank. But it worked so well. They just no, ran with it, it worked. Yeah, it is very organic. I think it really works mm-hmm. from a plot and, and character and relationship perspective. Mm-hmm. This is what he really wants to talk about. Yeah, this is this is where she's going to help him get his his memories back mm-hmm. about his kids and stuff. That's why everything was preserved at the house. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This makes God. This makes the Lieberman plot so fascinating in the Punisher series because it's like. They're like symbolic of what he's lost. Right. That's right. Right. Bernthal is so good at doing this. He goes from, you know, psycho Punisher to this this heartbroken dad. He's so legitimately a, a method actor that I think yeah. part of the yeah. casting of the Lieberman guy was like, you're going to get hit for real by this guy. Like, <laughs> no, I'm serious. Get, like you have to ready. be okay with him potentially hitting you. Cause you, you know, when he, when he snaps the glasses off uh, baby driver's face at the beginning, yep. Yep. he hits him and you can see the mark that it leaves when he hits his face. Oh, oh. It leaves oh. like a mark on baby's face. Yeah, I remember the mark. Baby, just baby. (laughs) (laughs) Look look how they're taking their time with this. I I really admire them for doing it this way. And then, again, never romantic. He's still in love with his family. She's in love with Matt. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. They're just developing a relationship and kind of ultimately a partnership. Yep. But there's, there's nothing romantic here. This is all platonic. (laughs) <laughs> plastic dinosaurs and of course she's she's such a a helper type yeah. a therapist type i mean she's she's just dying to help him uh with mm-hmm. the pain as much as she can look at i mean she's you know she's ready to cry mm-hmm. and by the way his empath- daughter is the one it seems like he was the best with like he wasn't great with his wife he really wasn't good with his son but he loved his baby daughter not that he didn't love his son, but he feels like he was a better parent with the daughter, I think, based right. on this yeah. and the Punisher series. Yeah. Look at her. Look at her. Mm-hmm. She's like exuding empathy. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. Oh, man. The, the scene where he confronts much. Lieberman's kid with the knife in the Punisher. Yes. And he thinks he's kind of scared the kid straight, but the kid's already scared and has to hug him, and the kid's crying. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah. Shows that he does have empathy deep down. He's got it. It's just Definitely. buried beneath so much horribleness. There it is. We never seen that. Mm-hmm. Except it's still true. He's only killing horrible, horrible people. I know, but this is my moral landscape thing. I know, and not knowing the true ends of everyone you kill. It's the argument for not killing terrorists is it builds more terrorists. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You really think they're moving forward here and then it gets to the trial and nope. <laughs> he's, he's well, she she knows that. that's she knows that's the wrong plea too. She's 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 with him on that. She doesn't think he's insane. 
You know what's happening here. He's cleaning himself up, and now they uh, Matt's got to come in and steal his key card so they can get up to the 13th floor. So you'll see. There go the lights. Boom. Boom. And watch. And Matt knocks him out, so he, so he doesn't. He's not really aware of who who this guy is. Mm-hmm. There go the communic- communication <laughs> devices. <laughs> it's gonna clog up the septic tank. Yeah. Fishing for the key card. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, being blind and not rich gives him a huge advantage in these scenarios over Bruce Wayne. Because, you know what I mean? No. Because <laughs> well, Bruce Wayne is like the richest, most famous guy in Gotham, and so everyone has their eyes on him. Oh, being yes. Being blind, yes. people tend to ignore them because yes. they, they feel like they're offending them if they pay too much attention. So right. being not rich and being blind gives in these situations in terms of surprising people like mr wayne what are you doing beating up everybody in your tuxedo yeah i mean this is a much better batman character even though this was a response to batman by marvel ends up being a much cooler character he just had some high-tech macgyver device that's gonna put the uh the um the cctv in in loops so they can't see what's going on of buildings don't have a 13th floor these days Oh, high percentage. Mm-hmm. Very high percentage. Do you remember the movie Being John Malkovich, where it was like the 43rd and one quarter floor or something like that? It was great. I mean, that movie's hilarious. Right. Here they are. These sets are so expensive. That's the thing. They spent so much money just being in New York in these expensive sets, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. It's the Delaware thing. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Texas of the East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yep. Uh, <laughs> well, Foggy mm. thinks he's being a hero, hero here. He is? I mean, That's, for anybody yeah. else? All right. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Look at, look at her. <laughs> Sounds like a party. That's so Punisher. Oh my god. Yeah. And they don't know Fisk is in that prison yet. Okay. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> that's not going to happen. No, Karen can already tell. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So uh, she, she no, she doesn't. Eat, she doesn't really like the fact that he has to uh, uh, plead guilty because she really does. In her heart of hearts, doesn't really think he's all that guilty because he saw his family cut to pieces by these mobsters. No, but he just lied to their faces. He's about to show it, right? No, I think he, he changed his mind. I think. I think he changed his mind. Does he look at Karen, and that's what changes it? All right. No, no, he looked at Reyes. And he's he's not he's not going to give in to her. Yeah. Watch watch watch. watch. You witch. I'm gonna watch you burn right along with me. Yeah. There goes the Punisher voice. Here comes the trial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
So yeah, I got to piece together the connection between Reyes and what was going on with Homeland Security, Lieberman and him, and the somewhat convenient commander that tries to kill Karen later in this season. See. Mm. She completely, she's completely <laughs> comfortable with his not pleading guilty. Uh, you'd think they'd be used to this by now with Wilson Fisk, but nope. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Thing is, if Matt was on board, Foggy would almost go down fighting on this case, but Matt right. completely... But what can Matt do? I mean, Electra will completely expose him if he doesn't do this. I think. Mm-hmm. Look at her. Get that. I, I, I do want to say again, in case you guys haven't listened to my Defenders commentary, she comes back to herself so much earlier on repeat watchings of the Defenders. The nine ish- I, I thought she was zombified for most of the Defenders. You watch a second time after watching this again, Dad, yeah. and yeah. you realize she's biding her time to kill Alexandra and take over the hand, and she's oh, actually right. back in Electra mode much earlier mm-hmm. than it seems. To me. Yeah, I think I'll I'll watch it uh, yeah. a second time after we're done with this. As soon as she learns from Alexandra that she doesn't need anything but the substance to live, she murders Alexandra and takes over the hand. Like that's well, watch what? Watch what she said. Not bad, Magoo. You get it. <laughs> you remember who Mr. Magoo is? <coughs> that might that might be a little old for her, even. <laughs> You're right. You're right. That was a commercial back in the '60s. So, not to sound crass, but with all the Asians in this club that we keep seeing, is this like slowly moving towards hand territory and that's why it's happening? Or just because it's still under the cover of the Yakuza, I guess, at this point, right? So, Well, they're all intertwined, aren't they? Well, here's the thing. The problem is the mixing of the Japanese and Chinese is very subtle and complicated in this series because mm. Kunlun, Iron Fist, Madame Gao, that's all China. The hand is China and Japan. She was mm. trained as a Japanese assassin. Iron Fist is a Chinese. So is oh. Jessica Henwick. So it's, yeah. That is complicated. Wow. Oh, man. That's when he does that in a much longer version in season three. And the guy's like, you can do that? And he's like, if you yeah. shut up. I, I love that. It's so cool. Yeah, that was a great. Oh, right. That's awesome. that was great. What a great skill. <laughs> Makes total sense. It's not there. Uh-oh. Mm. <laughs> look at him <laughs> this is him just knowing her too in addition to his his perception skills <laughs> this is the first time we've ever seen her stressed he she's totally stressed he's sitting in the chair he's sitting in the CEO yeah. chair oh man like, right. he's, he's, picking, he's, he's picking something up electric current here comes the the murder death. First thing he looks for is a key card. Yep. The key card's only good for one floor. Um, they they shared that factoid earlier in this. Uh, Matt and uh, yep. Matt and Electra. Yep. I'll look, I'll say one more last time and I'll drop it for now. The thing that's sold the least well between this Iron Fist and the Defenders is the hand and the connections between the various parts of the hand, the Yakuza and so forth. But you just got to go with it because it's comic books. And Marvel's never been that great in, in interlinking uh, all the various properties. Yeah, they need amazing exposition by some of their veteran actors in the movies to explain stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not mm-hmm. that good at it. Mm-hmm. The bonsai tree. Mm-hmm. 
opens the magic room, the secret room. Mm-hmm. Mm. They can show her walking as much as they want in her high heels. Uh, the katanas. <laughs> uh, can't wait to rewatch Iron Fist. See Colleen with the katana. Oh, man. Oh, God. Chicks with swords and karate. Give it to me. <laughs> I'm scared of her too. It's something I've never really said. I mean, she's very scary. You to go oh, fly off the, Yeah, electric. I mean, yeah. Just, just that she could blow up at, 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 from a character standpoint at any moment as a watcher is kind of scary. Yeah, that's that's that borderline dimension to her. Right. <laughs> Rocks on legend. It looks a little bit more ancient than that. Here comes the next big uh, f- series of fight scenes. Mm-hmm. All right, so here comes the final bit. Here we go. Yellow, yellow, yellow. Here we go, baby. Karate vs. Guns, always entertaining watch, when it's done watch. well. Look, look at that. Do you see that? She, she rips her dress yeah, and she can kick. Well, that's what... Yeah. That's, so, that's, that's why great. female ninjas can't be wearing a lot of clothing. It's not just to look sexy. Like They need the mobility. Yeah. She can't take a direct hit. She's too small. She has to take zero hits. Matt can take mm-hmm. some punches. Boom. Oh, the clothesline. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, you're right. She gave him the clothesline. Uh, and then the hand against the thing. I mean, if she didn't fight, she would still be a spectacular character. Yes. Or, you know, didn't fight as much. Well, this, is kind of a, yeah. this, is, this is kind of a, a silly scene, but it's sort of comedic relief. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny. They, they pretend they're having sex. Oh, yeah. They don't buy this, though, right? The guy, I don't think they buy yeah, this. Yeah, they, they do. They do buy Matt, this? Matt, Matt sells it. When this guy sees that he's blind, truly blind, he shines a, shines a flashlight in his eyes to mm-hmm. see if his uh, his pupils dilate, and they don't. Mm-hmm. So he figures it's legit. They're just a bunch of drunk. They're a couple of drunk uh, lovers. Mm-hmm. They're they're selling it hard. Oh yeah. <laughs> now they're on the eleventh floor. Yeah. Right. Which makes him less suspicious, actually. <laughs> she, she falls. She fell. Like she's drunk. Like, uh, exactly. Awesome. <laughs> right. right. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> please, sweetheart. Uh, oh, God. Hollywood, please sign her to an extended series contract of something. Yeah. <laughs> like, See? Pupils aren't dilating. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the doctor in the, the jail in season three tries to do it, and that begins the 11-minute fight scene. Mm. Keep checking the 13th floor. Yeah. They use 13 a lot. That quote from Corinthians 13, 13 that I posted, like, it's mm. they, there's a lot of symbology with Daredevil and 13 stuff. <laughs> now she's almost buying into it. <laughs> she's loving it. She lives yeah. for this shit. Yeah, that's right. She does. Oh, so this is... This is what she wants her and Matt to be doing forever more. Sort of li- living on the edge and 
Invoices for arms. Okay, here's the stuff. Right. Guns and ammunition. Right, so here's the Japanese. Right, the Yakuza. Yep. Mm-hmm. People. Oh, this is where they starting to get the blood, right? For God, so much happens in this season. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. man. With Rosario at the hospital. Jesus Christ. Oh, man. It's a pretty complicated plan for the black sky. We'll have to piece it yes, together, it together if we can. Mm-hmm. Code. Mm. This is a great comment. Right. Yeah. The, the hand stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, the pit that goes to the bottom of the, of the earth. That's in the next episode when they discover, you know, the pit that goes to the yeah. Oh, forever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Same time yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. See, he's he's helpless. I don't know whose fingers those are. There's somebody's, maybe multiple people's. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. This this is actually quite a dramatic scene. You'll see in a minute, sixty seconds. Yeah, here it is. All the levels of conspiracy hard to uh, disentangle. Yeah. It's like orphan black. There's always someone above the person. Yeah, that's right. Like you know? right. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Boom. Boom. Mhm. Yeah. We'll lay for that. <laughs> it's yakuza. Say <laughs> it's yakuza. <laughs> yeah, he's hand motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Like oh my god! Look at him. He's he's like on his last nerve. And it's just going to get worse. It's just yeah. going to keep getting worse and worse yeah. and worse. But he sticks with his friend. He does, but Matt should tap out of this whole thing right now, if he's right. being truly honest. That's right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. He should say, okay. I, I'm compromised. I can't do this. But Matt has no conception of compromise. Well, he's also bullied him into taking the case, just like a day ago. Yeah, yeah. Fast Matt, thinks he, yeah. Matt thinks he can juggle all these balls. Mm-hmm. But of course he can't. It's because he's got someone juggling his balls. Ayo! <laughs> <laughs> Bam! <laughs> Frank agreed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Dad, see? I gotta get you back for this Frank trial and, and Kingpin. Oh, yeah. Yes! <laughs> no. Alright, we'll talk Major Punisher next time. Yeah. There we go. Look at me. He... Yeah, he, he's not faking there. He's, he knows he's jammed up. Yeah. He's, he's jamming up his friends. Yeah, he's jamming up his lovers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, great episode. In a lot of ways, though, that I would say that this season is the season where it's it's not that he's not causing problems for himself. But season one and three is like all him causing problems for himself. Here he's really stuck between Frank and Electra and the hand and stuff, I think, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not that he's a right. victim, obviously, but he is kind of being victimized by forces that he doesn't even understand yet with the whole hand situation because fucking Stick hasn't told him yet. <laughs> yeah, he can't, he can't stick his... He doesn't have enough thumbs to stick in all the holes in the dike. Yeah. 
So let me just say real quick, thank you very much, Papa Bizzle. Um, You're welcome. I, I, after rewatching this, rewatching Defenders, doing commentary for Defenders, watching Iron Fist Season 2, I did end up going back and watching Iron Fist Season 1 just because I do like those two together, um, Henwick and Finn Jones. And, yeah. and actually, one is not nearly as bad as the reputation. Two is definitely better. And you don't. The thing is, though, when you watch the whole first 15 to 20 minutes of the Defenders, is all Iron Fist and, and Colleen investigating the hand. So actually flows very smoothly to go right from daredevil into the defenders as i've been Uh saying and i wonder if they could go back and say let's not even do iron fist season one or make it like three or four episodes and then we'll do more for a season two iron fist like do a 13 episode iron fist uh building of that character those characters was was a little bit unnecessary but when you see them with rosario like in china doing martial arts stuff it's really it's really not that bad and i'm loving all these series and the reason i jj2 and luke cage is i just don't like the writing and i can't get into it but man the, the i mean what so i'll let you end on whatever you want let me ask you this do you think the, would you say roughly daredevil gets better season to season or is this your favorite um no I, th- I think three is my favorite yeah it's and tough. i think yeah. um the first season for me is close behind three because of fisk i mean fisk is all through season one and, right. and, and that that just lifted it up so high interesting uh, but it doesn't yeah. have electra and it doesn't have frank i know yeah. but one more do you need than fisk it's an embarrassment of riches yeah, exactly. That's what yeah. it is. And that was right. the, that's ultimately the problem at the moment with Jessica Jones was JJ season one with JJ Kilgrave and a little Luke Cades. That was really all you needed. And then when you took out all of that stuff other than Jessica Jones, it, it they didn't have enough players to come off the bench. Let's be honest. Daredevil has tons of players coming off the bench each season. And yes. Jessica Jones and Luke Cage haven't had quite had that. Um, but uh, but yeah, so another great episode, and now we get to the trial, right? And correct, that's next. Does Fisk happen after the trial or during the trial? While he's in, in general, pretty sure it's after. Oh man, oh man. Well, it's been great having you on, Papa B. Thank you so much. I will continue to space these out if it means I can get you on. If not all of them, then at least some more, because sure, it's, it's really fun. helpful to me. Because there's a lot of meditative moments in this show, and yes. Th- yes, it's not are. a short show. You know, it's not 42 minutes; it's an hour, and right. you know, right. and so it's nice having you have some commentary or just watching it with you as we <laughs> try not to stare at Lodi Young. Uh, but goddamn, is she an amazing actress? I have to hope. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, she'd have a baby recently and so forth. I, I, I'd love to see her get some, get some big roles coming up. Um, but I, I don't know how that, that stuff works. So final thoughts about this episode and then going forward and we'll wrap up. No, just about the show. I mean, I love this show, so I never get tired of, uh, of yeah. rewatches and, yeah. uh, it's really fun do, doing this show. I'm, I just, I love it. I think, so I'll, 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 yeah. So, so I'll look forward to doing, you know, a bunch more episodes with you. I'm definitely going to rewatch Punisher at some point. It's just so Me. painful at certain at points. Um, brutal, especially the early episodes where he's torturing Lieberman <laughs> naked and so forth. Yeah. But undoubtedly, the three Daredevil episodes, the Defenders and JJ1 they're easily at the top in terms of rewatchability for me so far. Yes. I, I think yeah. over time I'll rewatch Punisher. I just have to space it out more, but those are clearly, clearly at the top. We'll have to see if JJ three can rebound after JJ two lackluster and Punisher two, I think undoubtedly will be great just because it's freaking John Bernthal, right? Yep. Absolutely. 
Awesome. So, all right, people. Well, thank you, Papa Bizzle. Thank you guys out there. Y'all have been awesome. Keep downloading. Keep spreading the word. Been really enjoying doing this for you guys. Check out my Star Wars Rebels podcast, Daredevil. Got more stuff coming, including maybe some Battlestar Galactica coming up. We shall see. Look out. The 15th Look anniversary. Out. Look out. It's very possible. Get some Battlestar Galactica. So, thank you, listeners. May the Force be with you. I'll be coming back at you soon. Uh, but for now, the Bizzlecast is out.